Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that round of applause. Thank you for another episode. Thank you for welcome. Rewind. We welcome you to another episode of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Married life. We need some intro music yes. for married life. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have had that <laughs> if we just had a little ditty. A little, little ditty. A little song. I did look that up when you said it last time. Yes. Yeah. We need a little ditty. Yes. So we want to welcome everybody listening all over the world. We so so appreciative, so thankful. Yes, yes. We don't know when you're tuning in, but this is the beginning of a new month, the month of November. Yeah. And so, as um, we normally do, we're starting a new topic. However, it is a somewhat of a continuation from our last topic, which was... I don't know. What did we talk about last time? Preparing preparing for the holidays. Yeah, preparing for the holidays. I really did draw a blank that that soon, that quick. I really did. I wasn't trying to be funny. Okay. Prepare for the holidays, yeah. Yep. I was having a senior moment. Uh Uh-oh. He just, he did turn a year older a couple of weeks ago. It's because it's November. See, in October, I wasn't having those problems. Oh, okay. But first Sunday in November, I forget what we talked about last week. That's why you got me, dear, so I can remind you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we yeah, talked they, about preparing for the holidays. And in anyway. my prayer time, <laughs> in my prayer time, the Lord, y'all notice how I keep talking, right? That This is us. You know, sometimes you just, you got to know your spouse and just keep going with the flow. Keep going. So. In your prayer in, time. In my prayer time. And I think a lot of this is kind of okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, technical difficulties, please stand by. <laughs> In relationship to some of the things that we have just be ta- been talking about. And, you know, God will use what we're going through, what we're dealing with, what we've learned to help and inspire and encourage and uplift and uh, educate our audience. Mm-hmm. And so in my prayer time, God proposed the question to me, where art thou? Did you answer? And it was a rhetorical question because God is omniscient. He's all-knowing. And so it wasn't a question for him. It was a question for me to evaluate. And it took me, the thought took me to the scripture um Genesis 3 9, when God was talking to Adam after Adam and Eve had sinned in the garden, and the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? That's the King James Version. That's the King James Version. And to paraphrase it in Renee's version, basically he said, What's up? What's what's going on? What what happened? Where you be? Yeah, where you be? Where where where's your present state of mind? Mm-hmm. I gave you a commandment: thou shalt not 
surely eat of the tree of life. You can eat of everything else, but don't eat of the tree of life. And then they made the decision. We, 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 this is not a podcast or a topic for a debate on whose fault it was. You know, Eve ate it, gave it to the husband. The husband shouldn't have told all of that. All of that, that, yeah. that That's... We're here now. It's yeah. 2022. We're here now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so the question is, you know, I told you, I gave you direction. I gave you clear, specific direction. You know, where are you? What, you know, what's going on? And, you know, so again, God wasn't asking him where he was physically, what um, what God wanted uh, Adam to do was to assess where he was spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. And so, therefore, the topic of our podcast, Where Art Thou? Again, a spinoff, if you will, from preparing for the holidays. In order to prepare for the holidays, you need to evaluate well, where you are. Mm-hmm. Where you are. Right. And can I interject? Please. The conversation we've had, and without getting into details, is that we're changing. We're both changing. So we had to have some conversations about what we used to do, what we used to like, and what we like now, what, you know. So it's, it's just, yeah, I just, I just, I'm just following, just following. Okay. Okay. So I'm excited. So, I'm excited. So one of the things we want to talk about is uh, self-evaluation. Mm. When you say, where art thou? Um, when God asks you that question, he wants you to do a self-evaluation. With his help, of course. But you have to be uh, willing. You have to be honest. And you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And so in doing so, there are three areas that you need to assess or evaluate, if you will. You have need to do a spiritual assessment an emotional assessment, and a relationship assessment. And this probably is not a complete list, but those are the three things that the Lord gave me, us, to talk about. I say me because we won. I say us because we won. Mm -hmm. No, you've been saying a whole lot of me. I'm just... God gave us (laughs) this. (laughs) So we... um, we too need to do this for ourselves mm-hmm. and for our spouse. And the reason being is one, the man is the wife's covering, right? Mm-hmm. So how can the husband cover the wife if he doesn't know where she is? Hold on, wait, wait. How can the husband cover the wife if he doesn't know where she is? But how can the husband cover the wife if he doesn't know where he is? Both. Ah. Both, okay. both. Right. And then the same holds true for the wife. The wife is the husband's helper, mm-hmm. right? The helpmate. Mm-hmm. So if she doesn't know where he is, how can she help him? Yeah. That is and so if true. she doesn't know where she is, how could she help him? Because we could be in the wrong place. Spiritually, emotionally, and relationally. Relationally. Yes. Which comes back to the conversation we had. We're both changing. Yes. So we had to have that conversation. And yes. we're still having those conversations. Yes. And and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So here's how to figure out where you are. Figure it out. Pray. Pray. The Bible tells us in Thessalonians, I think it's First Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. 
That means you need to always have a conversation with God. And that doesn't mean you're in your prayer closet, you're on your knees 24-7. That means when you're in your car, pray. When you're at work, pray. When you go to the bathroom, pray. When you're in the shower, pray. You know, have conversation with God and make sure that it is a dialogue. It's not a monologue. You have to sit quietly sometime and wait for a response. And talk to God and ask him to show you where you are in your walk with him. That's why in a self-evaluation, a spiritual assessment is listed first Mm -hmm. because our spirit is connected to God or it should be. The Holy Spirit resides in us and we want to make sure that we are spiritually in a good place with God. So your scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 in the NIV version, rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I know a lot of people, I guess a lot of people, there could be sometimes you're going through things and you don't believe it's God's will for you. But that scripture just says it's God's will. Pray continually. All things work together for yes. good. I know it's in there somewhere in the Bible. Yes. So always have a conversation with God. Say, hey, you know. Daddy, Father, Lord, where where am I? Are we good? Um, is there something I need to be doing differently? God will show you. You just have to ask for a spirit of discernment so that you could clearly identify if you're on the right path, if you're doing things the way God wants you to. The Holy Spirit is there to convict you. Um, ask him where you are emotionally, spiritually, and relationally. Oftentimes, God will tell you, mm-hmm. you know, that that thought that's that's not in line with my will for your life. That decision that's not in line with my will for your life. Um, but you have to be willing to hear from God and make the necessary adjustment. I know for me. Recently, and again, I keep coming back to conversation you and I had conversation. I had to, uh, when it comes to prayer, and I've done this, but sometimes you get out of whack or out of sync. I had to prioritize my prayer time, reprioritize, I should say. And for me, I like to pray early in the morning where it's quiet, peaceful, quiet. That's how I. I like to start my day, you know, come downstairs, have my time with the Lord. Not saying I do it every day. I'm not going to lie to you and say, yeah, I do that every day. I start my day with a conversation with the Lord, but I don't come downstairs, you know, for hours at a time every day that mm-hmm. I'm not there yet, yet. But I do start out, but I prioritize. I was saying, I said that to say, because some people uh, may not know how to pray, when to pray. And I, you know, and I know Jesus, you know, said he gave us the model on how to pray. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to let people know that for me, I have to prioritize, start my morning off right. And that starts with having a conversation with the Lord. That starts with prayer and reprioritizing. Because I even told you that I don't even go to the gym till I pray. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just, I just don't. And so, 
Um, there are certain things, you know, when I'm at work, don't know what's going on, don't know how to respond. Uh, say a prayer before I hit send on the email. Not sure how it's going to be received. Say a prayer. Um, talking to my wife, texting, calling, say a prayer so that everything goes because God's not the author of confusion. So pray continually, even if, you know, your, your children are listening or in public school and they're supposedly, you know, you can't pray in school. That's a lie because I've prayed countless times in school. And I was like, Lord, I ain't studied for this test. No, I'm just joking. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you can always say a, a little prayer. And I, I believe some of my most powerful prayers have just been help. Just one word. Lord, I need help. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm following you and I'm really enjoying, I'm really digging this podcast. Yeah, Where I art thou? At one of my most powerful prayers which has been, I would, I would say, which was a challenge for me, was saying, speak to me, God, and then being quiet. Just like that. And sometimes it's a challenge to just sit in a quiet space and say nothing. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn to meditate and clear my thoughts and clear my mind of Renee's agenda and say, God, what's your agenda for me? God, can you speak to me in, in this in this still moment? And the challenge is, does God always talk to you at that very moment? No. God does things on his timing. God is not consumed with time or you know, he, he's outside of time. Yeah, he's not bound by time. He's not, thank you. That's what I was looking for. He is not bound by time. You may say, God, speak to me. And then you go, you know, you sit there for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Get up, go about your day. And then later on, God will show you something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's two days later, God will speak to you. Um, but for me, that has been powerful to say, okay, God, let me stop coming to you with my wish lists and my my laundry list of things that I would like for you to do or that I need. You know, God, touch my body, touch my mind, touch my marriage, touch my finances, all these things, and say, God, you're so great. God, you're so good. God, I just want to hear from you today. What is it you want me to do? And that, for me, has been the most powerful prayer one, because there's peace. I found myself having peace by just waiting on God instead of always going, bombarding heaven with my laundry list of things that I need. I think for people who don't, they say they don't know how to pray or I don't know what to say, I would suggest reading your Bible. That's another way to figure out where you are. You can start with reading the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is a good place to start so that you could see the life of Christ and the direction that Christ wanted to give, wants to give us. Um, Also, you can um, read 
Proverbs, Psalms, those are good books to start. The book of uh, wisdom, Proverbs, and Psalms. You was gonna say something? Yeah. Here? What What helps me is for those for those those persons who are listening to us to have a church home. I usually will follow up with whatever our pastor preached on that mm-hmm. um, Sunday, or the whoever the guest minister preacher was. Uh, if you're not sure what to read, that's you know these are just. Uh, suggestions. That's that's just ask God for your revelation on whatever the pastor talked about on Sunday. That's that's a good because a lot of times they don't read the. Um, sometimes they will read the entire um, chapter book. Well, not the whole book. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a long service yeah. if they read the whole book. Um, and you might want to get some more background information and and. And dig a little deeper, so that's an excellent idea. Another one is finding a devotional. Devotionals will often have a scripture and then a topic, and that might be a good way. Not all devotionals are created equal. Mm -hmm. I personally like the Bible app because they have a long list of topics, Anything from you know salvation, peace, wisdom, dealing with troubles, finances. I mean, the list goes on and on. I was going to say the same thing. And yeah, and you can pick what the list the goes on. App. And on. No, the Bible app. Because if you don't know where to start, you know these are all things that are free. You don't have to go out necessarily and buy right. uh, a devotional or anything like that. There's a lot right. of things on the internet right. that are free or apps that are free that'll help you. Yeah, and so in the Bible app they have devotionals, mm-hmm. and so I think that would be a good a good way to to start. Something we always suggest: talk to a therapist. If you are confused about where you are and you're having some emotional challenges, you can talk to a therapist, and they're going to help you unpackage um, where you are. Most of the time, it's by asking you questions like, "Where are you?" Or why do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. Or why do you think that is? And that is um, kind of what they like to call exposure therapy. Sometimes you just need to dig a little deeper into certain situations or circumstances that may cause you to emotionally act a certain way or respond a certain way, which affects your spirit life. Can I come back to... To read your Bible, sure. Uh, I, you know, we we again we believe in therapy, talking to a therapist. But when it comes to reading your Bible, for me, sometimes you have to cut out the noise. And so when I'm driving to work, um, there are certain types of music I won't listen to. Uh, certain radio stations I won't listen to. You know, if you if you really you know trying to okay, I re- I need to pivot or I need to. What's the word I'm looking for? Shift. Shift and refocus, you know. Then I, like I told you, I, I took off Instagram and um, Twitter off my phone. And it's been off my phone for coming up on a month now. I just took it off because I felt, you know, where art thou? Where are you? So I was like, you know, let me just take this off because I felt like I was just scrolling away and too much of my time was just spent just scrolling. 
and just looking at things. I was like, you know what? I'll take it off and focus on reading, focus on God, focus on his word. And that, that has helped me. Mm-hmm. True yeah. story. I think um, that's so important to be wise enough to say, you know, where are you? I'm, I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on social media or I'm doing things um, that's not helpful or I'm listening to things that are not helpful. And that's one of the things I realize I have to be more conscious of as well. Um, so, for example, I love listening to after I pray in the morning and when I exercise, I like to listen to yeah, motive. Motivation. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. We talked about that. Okay, I'm just joking. I'm being serious okay. right now. I like to listen to motivational speeches, um, and most of them are faith-based, and that actually helps inspire me. When I work out, most of the time, I listen to gospel music. There are times where I may listen to another genre. I may listen to hip hop, but I have to evaluate where I am at that moment. If hip hop is what I need to listen to right now and or not listen to, if I need gospel music playing in my ear, I need to make sure that I am constantly feeding my spirit. So I have to evaluate, "Mm, Renee. You're not in the best space today. That's not a good time to listen to certain types of music. So kind of like you said, when you're driving, you say, okay, you're going to listen to this. You know, I know one of the conversations we had is um, Doug has his music going from the time he wakes up, his gospel music or a gospel radio station playing. Once the alarm goes off and he's about to get up, he has it going. He has it playing. Um when he's getting ready for work, he, I'm guessing he plays it in the car. I'm not in the car with him, but. Got to set the atmosphere. <laughs> and so that is important because you want to make sure that you are feeding your spirit. Because again, we're talking about self-evaluation and how to do that. And sometimes it means, you know, okay, you figure out where you are or you're trying to figure out where you are. But while you're figuring it out, you want to make good choices. Mm -hmm. And so you want to make sure you're listening to the right type of music. You're talking to the right therapist. You're talking to the right people. You're reading scripture. You're talking to God first and foremost. And then if you have a concern where you're like, I really don't know where I am, talk to your spouse. You know, we, again, you was talking about us having a conversation uh, recently and uh, we're doing this this thing where we're calling re, we're calling it reintroducing ourselves to one another because yes. as we're getting older we're changing at the same time at the same time and then we had a conversation and I said what if I don't know the answer so we have to figure it out together because that's part of being married and becoming one is working through that as a team. Because mm-hmm. divorce is not an option. Because divorce is not Nobody's an option. Nobody's leaving. Nobody's going anywhere. We don't put 35 plus, plus years <laughs> into this marriage and we've known each other longer than that. So nobody's going anywhere. So we just got to figure this out. So we got to um, communicate 
and be honest with ourselves and honest with each other about where are we? Yes. Where are we right now? And you made a good point. I think that's the first thing people need to do. Be honest with yourself. You can't be honest with somebody else if you're not honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself and say, I'm not really sure. And ask God to help you figure it out. Ask God to show you how to get in the right place spiritually and emotionally. Um, And I think this is important because as I was thinking about this, this has a lot to do with our mental health as well. Because we we worship God, you know, he who comes to God must come to him in spirit and in truth. And, but it's with our soul. Our soul is our mind, it's our thoughts, it's our intellect. And mental health is just as important as physical health, if not more important. And so a lot of times it's that emotional thing that, Spiritual thing has a lot to do with where we are mentally. Where is our mental state of mind and mental state of mind? Is that a phrase? Is that you just made a phrase? Okay. Where is our mental? Where is our basically? Where is where is our state of mind? Where are we mentally? State of mind. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. And I think it's important for us to evaluate that. You know, truth be told, there are moments where I have to do that as we navigate grief, as we're on this grief journey. Sometimes um, grief will hit you unexpectedly, and I have to evaluate constantly, Renee, where are you? Where's your mind, your thought process? Um, Because there's a fine line between sane and, and insane, I really think. And if you don't get it under subjection or check it right away, somebody could easily go from being sane to insane. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll use for an example, um, when we're driving sometime, not that we have engaged in road rage, nor do (laughs) we condone road rage, but we will see somebody do something stupid and Doug will make the comment. I see why there's road rage because you just never know people. There's a fine line where somebody might just snap. And it's not that you always said that was just a straw that broke the camel's back. It wasn't that they just all of a sudden went crazy. There was something that built up up Mm -hmm. to that. And so what we're trying to help you is to avoid the buildup, deal with stuff right away acknowledge, okay, I'm kind of not feeling right. What's what's going on, God? And get that under subjection before it takes control of you. And you do have that that snap moment. Because we can all go there. You just we're just trying to prevent that from happening. And when you were talking about being honest with yourself, honest with your spouse, I wrote down um being being honest with your spouse requires you to be vulnerable with each other. Mm. And some people have a hard time with that because they, this is the social media age. Everybody's posting their best pictures, their best, quote, their best quotes on marriage, and they're making everything just seem like it's 100% like marriage is always a mountaintop experience. 
And you never have to go through the valley and look at what they're doing, look at their pictures, and, oh, don't they look so nice? That's not reality. They're just giving you a very small snapshot into what they are, what they want to portray as their marriage. Mm -hmm. So just being vulnerable um, with your spouse, being honest with your spouse is being vulnerable with your spouse. And I know it took me a while to get there. I, 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 this didn't happen overnight. So it took me a while. When I say a while, I mean a good 18, 19 years um, to get to that point. And so I, I don't want to sound like I've arrived because I haven't. And I still have um, my, my apprehension sometimes of saying things or being tra- totally transparent, transparent mm-hmm. with you, Renee. Because I don't, it's like, I don't want you to think less of me sometimes. Mm. And and I know if if I feel that way, there are other people that feel that way. Like, we're supposed to have it all together and everybody's relying on us for all the answers. And sometimes you don't have the answer. You, so you just don't. And it's okay to say, I don't know. I don't know the answer. All right. Well, God bless you. We are going to pick this up next week. And remember to evaluate where you are. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.